The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth, but no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Oh, where, where, where is the former president of the United States? A big crybaby? I think so. And then, uh, hey, news uh, flash, everybody. News flash for everybody. I, Steve Noble, your friend. I am a closeted Democrat, at least according to Denise on Facebook. When I posted earlier today about Trump ripping into Kaylee McEnany, who was uh, an unbelievable defender of his, especially when she was the White House press secretary in 20, uh, 2019 and 2020. I mean, she was she drove the left nuts and she defended Trump uh, incessantly. I mean, she was right at the front of the of the line in defending Donald Trump and whatever and defending against the attacks of the press. I mean, she was embattled every day against the liberal media out there in D.C. And and then she cites a poll that may or may not have been incorrect. Uh, That's unclear right now. And then Trump just absolutely dumps on her because loyalty only goes one way with Donald Trump, unless perhaps your last name is Trump. But for everybody else... Like, that's his thing with uh, Ron DeSantis, who he calls Rob DeSanctimonious, right? Uh, I, I, he, Trump jumped in, arguably helped, made it possible for DeSantis to win in 2016. And then DeSantis won all on his own and by huge margins four years later as the governor of Florida. But, but Trump looks back on DeSantis's win. He came from behind. The Trump endorsement was a big deal, was able to uh, get DeSantis elected in Florida. The rest of it he won on his own, and he, and he earned it on his own. But Trump now, when DeSantis was talking about running, and then, of course, when he came out officially uh, a week ago to, to say he's running for the, the presidency for the Republican primary, for Trump, that's disloyalty, disloyalty, disloyalty. I gave you your job. Now you're going to turn around and run against me? Uh, get over it, Donald. This is like somebody that worked for you in the real estate world starts their own real estate company. Okay, that's competition, broski. That's America. And if you can't handle it, what a baby. That drives me nuts, by the way, about Donald Trump. So I posted this truth social post from Trump about Kaylee McEnany. All right, you know who Kaylee McEnany is. Okay, right? She's on Fox and she was his press secretary. Just an incredible defender of all things Trump there while she worked for him. Kaylee, he calls her milk toast McEnany because loyalty only goes one way with Donald Trump, apparently. Kaylee Milktoast McEnany just gave out the wrong poll numbers on Fox News. I'm 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 25 up, talking about Iowa. While 25 is great, it's not 34. She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. Really? You can read her mind now. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real, all caps, stars. Donald J. Trump. Kaylee Milktoast McEnany. Uh, the rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars. Huh. So I posted that and said Trump's demand for loyalty only goes one way. McEnany has been a champion and defender of Trump for years and served as his effective press secretary. And he slams her? 
What a petulant child Trump can be. It's pathetic. That's what I posted. And then some lady named uh, Denise said, Noble, you're a closet Democrat. If that's all you got for news, then go hang out with the Dems. <laughs> Sorry if I stepped on your MAGA hat there, Denise. And then early, interesting, earlier today, I was listening to Buck Sexton and Clay Travis. You know, they took over for Rush Limbaugh. And and they went they went off a bit for those guys on Trump because they're willing to swing the axe in whatever direction it needs to be swung in to uh, to just to go after things they think they need to go after, which I appreciate about them. They've had Trump on the show. They're they're vocal supporters of Trump's presidency, as I have been. There's a lot of things about Trump I've defended and I like. There's other things about Trump I can't stand. I definitely have a lot of Trump fatigue at this point. If it comes down to it, I voted for him twice. I'll vote for him a third time if it's him versus Sleepy Joe or whatever happens. But that doesn't mean you can't criticize the guy. And when he turns his back and turns around on somebody like Kaylee McEnany and then says the rhinos and globalists can have her, Fox News should only use real stars, that, that quite frankly, disgusts me. He's like a petulant little kid. I thought he was a petulant little kid when it came to uh, DeSantis. Oh, that's so disloyal. Right. So should he have signed a non-compete clause with you, Mr. President? Hey, I helped you get elected, so therefore you can't do any you can't challenge me on anything for the rest of our political careers. Oh, grow up. Where do you what do you think this is? Are you Richie Rich? Can't handle a little competition? I mean, we'll see if DeSantis what DeSantis is capable of, okay? He's been a great governor. I don't know that he could be a great president. We'll find out. Let these guys go at it. But on the McEnany thing, that just disgusts me. So my question is, how do you feel about it? Now, if, if, if you're a huge Trump supporter and you hate me right now, feel free to call in and just rip into me. It's fine. I won't stop you. Go ahead. If you want to defend this, go ahead. Go ahead and call in and defend Donald Trump turning his back and, and attacking somebody that was incredibly loyal to him while he was the president, Kaylee McEnany. Now he calls her milk toast and says uh, Fox should only use real stars. 866-348-7884. Or to broaden the question, how do you feel about just Trump acting this way in general? Are you kind of over it? Do you have Trump fatigue? Or are you like Kaylee's a turncoat, she's a dirtbag, and, the, and, the, uh, and, and President Trump was right to throw her under the bus because she got a poll number wrong, apparently. And of course... His assumption is that all of Fox is is in the is in the tank for DeSantis and against Trump. Now Clay Travis, who who works for Fox and Fox, I think bought uh, his online business, uh, said they they had this wild caller from North Carolina. I think his name was Jake. He's from Wake Forest, which is north of where I'm at in Raleigh. And he went ballistic. You guys are propagandists. You're in the tank like Fox for DeSantis. And the guy was losing his mind. And they and they gave him room to talk. And the more he talked, the more confusing it was. But essentially, uh, you can't say anything negative about Trump to somebody like that, who I'm sure has got maybe has a Trump flag flying off the back of his boat and a MAGA hat on or five or ten or whatever he's got. So so Donald Trump, who in many ways was a great president, is beyond is beyond criticism. Not in this country, baby, not on this show. How do you feel about that? 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884, or 866-34-TRUTH. 
This is Steve Noble. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Donald Trump dumping on Kaylee McEnany, who was one of his staunchest supporters. Calling her Milktoast McEnany. Kaylee Milktoast McEnany, because according to Trump, gave out the wrong poll numbers about Iowa. He said, I'm on 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 24, not 25. Wow, 25 is great. It's not 34. She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll, right? She did. You know that? The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars. This is somebody that had, for the most part, undying loyalty to Trump for a few years and was his White House press secretary. And now throw her right under the bus there, Mr. President. 866-348-7884. How do you feel about Trump doing something like this with Kaylee McEnany, one of his closest supporters and advisors? She was an advisor as well. Uh she deserved it. She's a loser. Trump needs to pound everybody. Or are you getting a little sick of this aspect of Donald Trump? 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. Maybe you're incensed that I'm criticizing the former president. And that's fine. You want to read me the riot act? 866-348-7884. Welcome to America. It's the way it goes. Uh, nobody's beyond criticism. Let's go to Matt who's calling in. Matt, thanks so much for calling today. Go right ahead. Yes, Steve, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Sure. Yeah, um, as far as the question was, what do I think? Um, I think it's totally uh, in concert with Trump's character over the past six years. And I think it's, I mean, your audience is uh, mostly Orthodox Christ followers. And so Haley yeah. McEnany was one of the most prominent evangelical Christians in Trump's camp. And even she has, uh, you know, it's, the, the mask is starting to come off a little bit where when, when people accuse the Republican Party of being a cult of personality, this is kind of what they're talking about, where principles and ideals are set aside because it's intellectually easier to follow a man and just parrot whatever he says and champion him no matter what, instead of wrestling with the implications of what what he's calling you to follow and, and to champion and to be for. Um, and I think Kaylee McEnany is just the latest victim in that steamroller. Yeah, and you know, it's it, it, just like what DeSantis. Now, now DeSantis wasn't in Trump's inner circle. Obviously, Trump helped him get elected in the first place. DeSantis won the second one all by himself. But that that's disloyalty, and it sure seems like loyalty for Trump is just about loyalty to Trump. It's not about yeah. loyalty in general. It's just all about him. And then when you when you touch that sacred cow for for hardcore MAGA people. Man, they go ballistic, which to me always just makes me think of idolatry. You mess with somebody's idol and they tend to go nutso. Yeah, I was already a little bit uneasy with Christ followers sort of equating Christianity with the Republican Party, almost like as a yeah. Nucleation heresy, like instead of circumcision being the extra proof of your faith. <laughs> it's yeah. that, OK, yes, yeah, it's, it's good that you profess Christ, but do you also vote R when November comes along? And it's kind of like a whole step further where it's not even good enough to say, I'm a card-carrying member of the Republican Party, it's, are you pro-Trump? No matter what he says, no matter what he does, are you going to ride or die for Trump? And that's because, like, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned from brothers and sisters in Christ who are yeah. going to this place of holding up banners that, that spell out ideas that are very contrary to Christ, because now it will, they'll share the bed, so to speak, with people who are avowed atheists and deny the, the 
deny the divinity of Christ, but because yep. they are pro-Trump, we're aligning with them, and that's I, I feel like that has to be the clarion call of church leaders to, to throw a big red caution flag to the church. Yeah, we saw, we saw a picture. I think I was with my wife the other day, and we saw a picture. Uh, I don't know if it was online or where we saw it, and it was the picture of kind of this classic picture of Jesus with and kind of a soft focus, but he had a MAGA hat on. And somebody that was a flag that somebody was waving. And I look at that and went, okay, (laughs) good luck with that at the judgment seat, because that's nuts Uh, to equate those two is just beyond the pale. Matt, thanks so much for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Take care. 866-348-7884. How do you respond to Donald Trump attacking one of his own? This is different from DeSantis because... Kaylee McEnany was on the inside circle, was his press secretary and a staunch defender of him and did an awesome job of that. She was an incredible press secretary. You remember those days, man? That was war every day. And she did a great job. And then, boom, she's milquetoast to him and not a real star. 866-348-7884, 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. What do you think about Trump? Is he is he losing you over all this kind of stuff, this petulant activity, as I call it? Or are you going to defend him on it? And Kaylee McEnany is, you know, just a dirtbag, and she deserved it. 866-34-TRUTH. Let's go to Bill who's calling in from North Carolina. Bill, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hello, Mr. Noble. How are you, sir? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I really enjoy your show. So in answer to your question, you know, I never liked Donald Trump way back from the, the TV show days, but <laughs> – in my humble opinion, he's the best president we've ever had in the country. Now, the stuff that he says, the way that he is, uh, he's not dignified. That probably cost the last election. I don't even think they could have stolen it had he not been such a a-hole, right? So, <clears throat> as, as a believer, I don't see, for starters, I know the last gentleman was talking about Republican and Democrat. As a believer in Christ, I don't see how any way you could ever vote for a Democrat because of, of, of what, what they stand on, you know, yeah. baby murder, <clears throat> homosexual stuff, and now this gender confusion stuff, which comes from the author of confusion. So, so the Donald handled business. Now, on the, <clears throat> on the flip side, Mr. DeSantis, being a former military man, what little bit I've read about him, it seems that he kind of looks at stuff from it's like a mission-type standpoint. So he sees what he's trying to accomplish, and he does the necessary things to – to achieve the objective, and, and I like that about him a lot. So, you know, Donald's always been a big baby, like you said, a petulant child, but he handled business. Now maybe it's yeah. time for new blood. You know, as you said, if he wins the primary, I will vote for him. I would vote for a Republican pile of cat poo-poo before I'd ever vote for a Democrat. <laughs> simply, I yeah. mean, simply because, and I had this discussion with, I had this discussion with Matt Flick one time. How can you say that you're a Bible-believing human being and vote for a Democrat? It just doesn't line up any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and that's one of the big issues that are out there. Bill, thanks so much for calling in and sharing that. That's one of the big issues out there. That's not a hill I die on. Uh, there's, there's, I, I am deeply troubled by somebody that professes Christ, professes to believe his word, and then can throw a vote into the camp of the party that's been the number one defender of child sacrifice since 1973. I, I, I don't get that. I don't understand it. Who you vote for is not salvific. Okay, so if, if, you're, if you're a born-again Christian and you vote for Joe Biden, you didn't just cast your salvation into the depths of the sea. 
That has nothing to do with salvation. Now, now, well, how can you possibly do that? The scripture is so clear on the issue of abortion being murder or homosexuality or transgenderism, all these things that the Democrat Party champion. Correct. But how much theology do you have to have right in order to be saved? Don't forget that question. How much theology do you have to have right in order to be saved? Now, if somebody just flaunts the word of God all the time, has no, they're like, yeah, I, I know what the Bible says about abortion. I just don't care. Or the other issues are, are more important to me. Okay, well, if you're that flirtatious with the application of, of Scripture, I'm waving the yellow flag and saying, hey, brother, hey, sister, you better check yourself. Because it sounds to me like you might have a trouble submitting yourself to God's Word. We None of us follows it completely. But if you're a follower of Christ, you should understand it and agree with it. Does that make a point? We'll be right back. Back at Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. Got time for a few more calls. If you want to chime in, you can bring the music down, please. Uh, Haley McEnany, who now is perfect, thank you, who now is milk toast to Donald Trump because she cited a poll wrong or something. She was on uh, Jesse Waters and she cited a poll that showed uh, Trump up 25 in Iowa. He said, no, 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 I'm up 34. So this is what Trump put out on True Social. Kaylee Milktoast McEnany, which is misspelled, just gave out the wrong poll numbers on Fox News. I am 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 25 up. And even that, I'm so over the name calling. I am 34 points up on DeSanctimonious, not 25 up. While 25 is great, it's not 34. She knew the number was corrected upwards by the group that did the poll. The rhinos and globalists can have her. Fox News should only use real stars, meaning Katie McEnany, who used to work for the guy and was one of his uh, strongest defenders, is not a real star, which is ridiculous. And so and so that's Donald Trump. So you're that you're you're that. What is that? Is that an insecurity? Is that what that is? Is that insecure? What is that? It's loyalty, Steve. Really? <laughs> that's loyalty. Uh, how about you text her and say, hey, Kaylee. I think your numbers are wrong. You might want to check that out. Hope you're doing well. DJT. He knows her like that. She worked for him. No, you go to True Social and you complain and call her names. Right? You don't think he could just text her? Hey, Kaylee, might want to check your numbers here, friend. Hope you're well. But no, crybaby Trump, and that's what I'm calling him, has to just come out swinging. You can't deprive me of my nine points in a poll. How offensive. How unforgivable. So throw her under the bus. What do you think of that? You know what I think. 866-348-7884 is the number. 866-348-7884. Feel free to call in and correct me. You take That's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to call you names. I'm not going to make up a name for you on the spot. I'm just going to listen. Okay. I might... Have a point or a counterpoint. Don't ever be afraid to call in here. I'm not uh, interested in beating anybody up on the air. 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. And if the former president, who I've only talked to once, interviewed once, if he called in, I'd talk to him. I'd say, yo, well, Mr. President, why did you feel the need to attack her publicly like that? Why didn't you just text her? 
Wasn't she one of your one of your staunch defenders for several years? And now you come out and call our names in public? I just don't understand that, Mr. President. Why do you do that? I would say that. Let's go to Jamail who's calling in from North Carolina. Thanks so much for calling. Go right ahead. Uh, it's Jamal. Jamal. I'm sorry. Sorry yeah. about that. Thanks for calling. Uh, not a problem. Uh, this is the guy that was hounding you so bad at your booth. <laughs> hey, Jamal. How are you, man? It's nice to hear you. Doing fine. It was even better to see you and finally meet you. Thanks for going out of your way to do that. Oh, no. The pleasure's all mine. Um, now, I'm so glad that you're not afraid to, uh, you know, uh, you know, go after Trump uh, for when he makes mistakes. The guy's not God, to quote one of my good friends, Bill Mixon, mm. um, who also uh, is with uh, Truth Network. And we we, we got to stop doing that. Uh, there's only one perfect being. That was Jesus Christ. Everybody else is, is a fallen uh, being. Yep. So when Trump messes up, he's got to get called on it. Uh, yes, he's had some great policies. Um, you know, that's hard to debate. But when you can't play well with others, so to speak, uh, and you're the top dog of the free world, I mean, that, that, that means something. Uh, how many times was his cabinet shaken up? And when you go after Ron DeSantis so early, and then you go after McConnell, it's kind of like, well, guy, uh, Mr. President, how can you work well with others? Because you're going to have to work with others to run the government. Yeah, and the other thing that's going on here, I think, is, is and, and now listen, when he was the president, when he ran for president, there is a certain need to be, quote unquote, tone deaf and not affected by your naysayers. I get that. But now coming back around, you would think after the last uh, six, seven years that that he would have learned a thing or two that he knows that Republicans are going to vote for him if he wins the nomination. They're going to vote for him because they want Biden out of there. Uh, But he's giving no attention or no thought whatsoever to the people in the middle who are absolutely turned off by this kind of behavior of his, and he can't win without them. And so then are you so tone deaf that you won't even pay attention to the electorate who will either give you the job or keep you from getting the job a second time? And the fact that his ego, I think that's what it is, makes it impossible for him to listen. And and that's going to cost you. That's why I think DeSantis would actually have a better chance of winning a general election than Trump just because of all that type of personal baggage that goes with Trump. But to your point, Jamal, from the get go, the guy is not beyond uh, criticism. And that's the point right. of a primary. Put everybody in the fire and see who handles it. Yeah. I mean, if you're sitting around uh, uh, taking out everybody in your camp, you look around and you're standing by yourself. And right. uh, I've heard... Uh, hello? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm sorry, I had a little feedback. Yeah, uh, I heard it too. I don't yeah, know what that um, was. Okay. Uh, I repeat that name to Jesus. Um, so uh, when you are taking out everybody in your camp and you stand around you're by yourself. I mean, that's, that's, that's what's happening. I've right. heard um, some conservative, um, I guess, uh, social YouTubers, social media uh, pundits, they're saying that they have Trump fatigue. Like, like you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm for you, but you're making it tough. You're making it hard yeah. on me. Yeah. So if these conservative uh, social media influence influencers are having fatigue, Imagine how everybody else feels yeah. fatigued. That's right. If you got a guy in DeSantis who has pretty much no baggage, 
but has good policies, governs well, has liberals moving from California to Florida, is doing well against the woke mob and doing well financially. DeSantis is looking pretty good, and, and we all know we can't pay attention to, to pay attention to the polls. Right. If that's it was right. uh, too early, an absolute, you know, yeah, too early. If it was an absolute pick right now among most conservatives, I'm thinking that the polls got it wrong. I'm thinking guys are going with DeSantis. I know I'm leaning towards towards DeSantis. However, if it was Trump right now who had the nominee, like the earlier caller earlier caller said, I'd vote for a a, 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 a can of paint. Right. You know, over Democrat right. <laughs> that's right. And that's the reality. And, and I think he knows that he's counting on that. But he's disregarding the middle, which is where it's going to be won in the, in, in, in the end. So that's it's a lot of great points. And uh, as always, thanks for calling in, buddy. It was great to hear from you and so great to meet you face to face the other day. Thanks for coming over. Yes, sir. God bless. All right, pal. God bless. Take to you, talk to you later. Let's jump over to uh, Marie who's calling in also from North Carolina. Marie, thanks for holding. Go right ahead. Hi, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm in my 70s, so I've lived through a lot of presidential campaigns. <laughs> lived through the 60s when all that stuff was going on. Um, but, you know, I, in the beginning, was not a huge fan of Trump. I liked what he did for our country. I think he was a good president. But, you know, I'm not sure who I'm going to vote for this time as far as he or DeSantis are concerned. I'm kind of playing it by ear at this point to see what happens. But um, And I will vote for Trump again if, if necessary because yeah. I think he did. Yeah, how, how do you— about the issues. I want to know what you're going to do for America. Right. I don't want to hear all this junk. I don't want to hear the name calling. I don't want to hear any of that. I never liked that to begin with. I know Trump got a bad deal from just about everybody out yep. there. Agree. And, uh, you know, I think that has probably affected him uh, to a great deal. When mm -hmm. you go through what he went through, That's I can understand his lashing out. Yep, it's a great point. But at the same time, you know, you've got to be bigger than that. I think God expects us to be bigger than that. It's, uh, you know, and I just pray for him. I hope. I hope he gets over this and can just think about what what our yeah. country needs and what we need as Americans today. Uh, so, I, you know, great points. I'm discouraged and I do love Kaylee McEnany. I always thought she was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I loved watching her. She was so confident and oh, yeah. prepared and Incredible. she knew what she was doing. And, yep. you know, I've kind of burnt out with Fox myself, but. Not because of her. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> but, I hear you. Yeah. And that's a great point. And she was amazing, especially if you can. There is no comparison between Kaylee McEnany and Jean-Claude, whatever her name is, who's the press secretary oh. right now, who's the least qualified press secretary probably in modern history. But a lot of great points, Marie. And, and I agree with you on all of them. And that was a great point about Trump. He got beat up so much. I understand the lashing out. But if you want to be the president of the United States, you kind of need to have some self-control. Marie, thanks exactly. for calling. Yeah, yep. I'm with you. Yep. Thanks Thank so much. You, have a great afternoon. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. And, and those are great points. And yes, absolutely. Well, could any of us handle that? Probably not. But just because you get attacked all the time, I mean, he's been there, done that, right? But to not see how that harms him come general election time, it's just ignorance blinded by his ego. That's what I think. I think his ego runs the show. And anybody, anybody comes against him, that's personal for him. Sad. We'll be right back with David Fisher.
All my people recognize that song. All us children of the 80s. <laughs> Born in 1966. You're like, oh, I know that song. That's right. Hey, back uh, tomorrow, Theology Thursday. You can bring that down. Theology Thursday, we'll do part two. We did, thank you. We did part one last week with Dr. Stuart Scott from Bob Jones University. It was a great show. We pre-recorded it last Wednesday because I was out of town on Thursday about God's will and decision making. We did a lot of the things that go wrong when we're trying to figure out God's will for our lives and does he have a specific plan for you and how do you find it, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to do part two tomorrow. We're going to finish up our conversation about what not to do. And then we're going to talk about how do you make decisions and try to live according to God's will. What, what's the deal with that? So we're going to do that tomorrow on Theology Thursday. Then a special guest on Friday, our oldest, uh, Hayden, who is the one that moved out to San Francisco. He got married to his incredible wife recently, Macy. And we're going to do a show uh, here together on Friday, just Life for a Christian in San Francisco. Should be fascinating. Uh, he's a brilliant young man, loves the Lord, got a great uh, theological mind. But life in San Francisco, uh, where you can't vote... <laughs> and operate like you can as a Christian in a lot of other parts of the country. So we're going to do that on Friday, which will be fascinating. Uh, and we'll be excited. I'll be excited to have Hayden back in there. He hasn't been on in a few years since he left. So uh, we'll do that on Friday. Uh, but right now, our good friend David Fisher, we're doing a Money Monday update on a Wednesday. We move it around every once in a while. David, that's all right. We're flexible. How are you? That's right. Uh, we know the Lord's still the same yesterday and that's today right. and forever. We we can move our schedule and and I think he's still on the throne with all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure uh, I can say amen to that. So it's yeah. good to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we'll start with a, a great passage of Scripture. This is a great reminder for all of us in 1 Corinthians, and then we'll move into our update. So 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13 says, Be on your guard. Stand firm in, your, in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. So I'm, I'm going to assume... Uh, that it's going to be a fantastic interview with your son on Friday, yeah. uh, because what he faces is probably a lot different than us having to stand firm in our faith, because mm. we don't live in San Francisco. But yeah. those the arrows are thrown at us. The Bible says we will be persecuted for our faith, um, and we find that out in so many different ways. Uh, your wheelhouse is is much broader than mine. Uh, you see all the, a lot of the social things, and you know I read some articles in the financial news that links to other social things that are happening, where it's the fall of our society and how they're in trying to induce you know gender equality in schools, and you know what I'm talking about with that, yeah. and sex oh, yeah. education. It's all just defiled, real everything that is good and honorable to the Lord. They're just changing it. Uh, it's unfortunately happening in our government right now as we speak with this debt ceiling. So I want to encourage everybody, you know, just when when we witness to people and we need to encourage them, share out of love, but stand firm in, in your faith, stand firm, be courageous, be strong, uh, and share it with lots of love because love is the most powerful tool that can change a person's heart. That's right, and uh, it reminds me of uh god's what 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 eventually leads us to the cross what eventually leads us to repentance yep. it's the kindness of god the conviction of sin is there but it's 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 the kindness of god in light of our sin that makes it irresistible once you get to that point and it's such a beautiful reminder uh, be on your guard stand firm in the faith be courageous be strong and don't think that that we should never think that we're on our heels as christians you're not on your heels you're not in a defensive yep. position we are in Amen. the position of truth 
and we are more than conquerors. God is on the throne. This is a done deal. It's just a mop up operation and we wait and we pray and we live out our faith in the meantime. So don't don't I don't think a lot of Christians, unfortunately, David, have an inferiority complex and we yeah. shouldn't. The world is wrong, and if you're right with Christ, he's right, which makes you right. So just remember that. Uh, the FDIC and Silicon Valley Bank. I thought we were done talking about Silicon Valley Bank, but there's an update there, so let us know what's happening. Yeah, I thought we were, too, until I found the report here. So sometimes when you find more information, you have to look in the rearview mirror after the fact, and that's what I did. Uh, not, I wasn't looking for it. It just came across my research, and... You know, the FDIC came over and took over Silicon Valley Bank on March 10th, and they made a very strong, definitive affirmation. If your money is in Silicon Valley Bank, your money's going to be good. All your money's going to be there on Monday. That was the announcement. They made it clear over and over and over. Well, after the fact, I found out that statement wasn't really fully accurate because there's two divisions to Silicon Valley Bank. The bank is based out of California, and they have lots of um, branches. And then they have another division that most people probably weren't aware of this, in the Cayman Islands. And in the Cayman Islands, most of those depositors, not all of them, are Chinese investment firms, multiple of them. And not one penny did they get back from those deposits, and it surmounted $14 billion that the FDIC seized in foreign deposits from Silicon Valley Bank in the Cayman Islands. So just be careful Mm. in believing that our banking system is fully funded, everything's okay, and you're always going to get your money back because they just moved the goalpost on us, we found out. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, and as a little side note... uh, you know, I think the the Biden family has a pretty good track record of getting money out of China, so maybe that's just part <laughs> yeah. of the deal there. Uh, now, now that's the, you mentioned the debt ceiling deal. So, what's going on with that? Give, give us your take on that one. Well, they just just made the news right now that the lawmakers did a procedural hurdle that it was passed, which will advance the, this debt ceiling to be actually voted on. There was a rule within uh, the House passed 241 to 187. So this is going to allow now the House to vote on the debt ceiling. So in other words, there's no more trying to stop this from a vote. There's no more side issues. It's just going to vote on it. If it passes the House, then it's going to go to the Senate. We're assuming it's going to pass the Senate. If it passes the Senate and the House, then it's going to go President Biden. He'll sign in the law and we'll have a a day of relief here, and we won't be talking about a default no longer on June 5th. Yeah, so will will that get us past the uncertainty? And then what? How, how do you think the stock market and the metals market will react to that? Well, metals are up. Stocks are down. Not all of it's related to the debt ceiling, but some of it is. Because there, there's uncertainty, and the market doesn't like uncertainty in stocks, and that's why metals are kind of the place where people have been moving money towards um, you know, we'll do a look back. We'll talk about it. In fact, on next Monday, we'll talk about all the details that's in the bill, if you want, or if you want to mention it yeah. today. Um, my, my point is this, is it's, we're not fixing this problem. Because no. let's put this into perspective. If we weren't raising the debt ceiling, there'd be no reason to raise it, in other words, if we had our debt under control and we didn't overspend. There would be no reason to raise the debt ceiling. So that's how simple this is. 
We have $31.4 trillion in debt, plus all the probably a tr- close to a trillion dollars that they're going to add as soon as they raise this. Let's put this into perspective. The last two and a half years of President Trump's administration and the first two and a half years of the Biden administration, that five-year period, $10.5 trillion was added to the national debt, or it increased by 50%. Wow. That's a big number that is really hard to fathom. We've been around for how many hundreds of years, and we increased the debt in a five-year period by 50%. That should tell us alarm signals are going off. We're spending way too much money. This deal that they, if they pass the House today, it's only going to pull back, according to Goldman Sachs, 0.1 0.1 to possibly 0.2% less spending. 0.1 to 0.2%. Yes, that's what <laughs> Goldman Sachs says. I have the article. I can send it to you. The Congressional Budget Office says we're going to stop. We're going to lower spending $1.5 trillion over 10 years. And this this article I'm reading from says it's really $136 billion when you get down to it because after the second year, they spend more. Right. So the bill and some of the legislation of the Republican Congress are got tons of quotes where they're saying this is not a reduction of spending. We're actually going to spend more. In fact, one of your uh, Republicans out of North Carolina is saying that a gentleman by the name of me, see if I can get Patrick his name. Is it Henry or is it Dan Bishop? Dan Bishop. Yep. Yeah. He says he's going to formally initiate the process and a motion to vacate to be done with this. I don't know if he was able to do that uh, or still in the makings. doesn't seem like it. But uh, there's a lot of people opposed against this, and it's just a massive spending bill still is intact, and it's just never addressed the issues that we were were negotiating on originally with Kevin McCarthy. That's why I always smirk when when I hear news and they're like, hey, we're going to slash the budget by $1.5 trillion over 10 years. (laughs) I'm like, even if you do. That's $150 billion a year. We spend $16 billion per day. It's not even a week and a half. So it's a joke. A lot of people hear it and go, oh, I guess they're getting serious. No, they're not. No, they're not. It's like you've got $100 in your wallet and you misplaced a quarter. Is, is, that, is that a big deal? No, it isn't. So don't be fooled. That's why you have to understand the difference between a billion and a trillion because that's where we're at today. People want to get more educated, especially understanding the place of gold in a diversified portfolio, David. What do they do? Simple. Just give us a call, 844-604-2575. Again, 844-604-2575, or our website, landmarkgold.com. Excellent. Well, we'll do a full Money Monday next Monday, the beginning of the month, so we'll do a full day on Monday with you, David. Look forward to that. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. God bless you. All right, pal. We'll talk soon. That was David Fisher, 844-604-2575 or landmarkgold.com for his information. And it's nice to have some investments that you can actually hold in your hand. (laughs) This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward. Another program powered by the Truth Network.